When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Companies are realizing that people want greener options and are attempting to meet the wants of the consumers. Labels like natural, less plastic, or now greener are becoming popular catchphrases on even baby products. But how do we decipher and understand labeling to know if it really is safer or greener option for our children? What ingredients are not natural? And what should we do to steer clear from them? Hi, I'm Amy Sorter, co-founder of EcoSavvyMoms.com, and this is Parent Savers, Episode 8. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Casey Wilt. Parent Savers is all about helping new parents preserve their sanity by getting you the expert advice from the baby ears through the toddler ears. Be a part of our show. Feel free to send us comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, parentsavers.com. Or you can call the Parent Savers hotline at 619-866-4775. I'm a new parent. My son, Carson, is now 16 months, and I'm joined by three new parents in the studio. Hi, my name is Summer Jesse, and I have a community of moms online called Today's Natural Moms, and we talk about everything natural and healthy. And your children? Do you have? I do, actually. <laughs> uh, funny you should ask. I have three children, um, about seven years old, four years old, and one years old. Hi, I'm Michelle Franklin. I'm 36, and I work as an editor. I have one girl who is six months old. My name is Jane Park. I am 37 years old. I am a part-time fundraising consultant and a stay-at-home mother. To my three children, um, they are ages 5, 3, and 12 months, and I have two girls and one boy. Before we start today's show, here is a message from one of our listeners. Hi, this is Lisa from Berry, Australia. I have a question for the Terrible Twos episode to put to Susie Walton. So much time is spent by parents nowadays on distracting kids to redirect their behavior. For example, little Johnny has something he shouldn't have, not something dangerous, but something you don't want him to play with, like the TV remote. We're told to distract little Johnny with another toy so he drops the remote and thus avoid conflict and a meltdown. But distractions, especially when you have a smart kid, take a lot of time and effort on the part of the parent. What's wrong with a firm, no, you can't have that, Johnny. Give it back to mum. I feel like kids are so indulged nowadays. What's wrong with firm boundaries? Thanks. Hi, this is Susie Walton. Is it okay sometimes just to say no to them? Let's say he's playing with something that he shouldn't have, like a knife. You were saying, like, give the child something to distract them. Yeah, I don't really like that either. <laughs> What I suggest you do is you go up to the child, you just put your hand out as you rub his back, and then he normally puts it in his hand. If it's something that's dangerous he shouldn't have and you don't have time just to rub his back and put your other hand out while he puts it in your hand, you go up to him, you get eye level, you say, Johnny, 
I am not, I am not okay with you having that. So either put it in my hand or I'm going to put it in my hand because I'm not okay with this. And if he doesn't, then you just unpeel his hands and take it out of his hand. It's a redirected. You're actually dealing with the situation. You're showing them that you have limits and you're respecting him and you're respecting yourself. And, yes, sometimes the word no can be the most loving thing you can say to a child, especially if it's really dangerous. Like, no, that is not okay. But generally speaking, when it comes to power struggles, when a child has something you don't want to have, have, I suggest that you just go up, get eye level with no words, absolutely no words, rub his back and put your other hand out until they put it in your hand and then you say thank you. Okay, I hope that helps and I look forward to seeing if it works for you or not. Okay, thank you. Bye. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. So today on Parent Savers, we have Amy Sorter from Eco Savvy Moms with us to discuss greenwashing baby products. So Amy, what is greenwashing and where do we see this? Sure. Uh, you know, greenwashing is just a form of spin which marketing departments or PR departments put on their products and it's really deceptively used uh, to promote the perception that the organization's products are green or environmentally friendly. So essentially whether it's to increase profits or you know it's to gain political support, there's varying reasons why companies greenwash. Um, they really do it they really do it, I should say, to manipulate popular opinion and uh, obviously to support otherwise questionable items, really. So it's really a deceptive practice used by a lot of companies. So it may may or may not be actually better or greener for the environment and for yeah yeah kids. that that's what the term greenwashing is all about mm -hmm. so it's certainly not greener or cleaner or healthier or non-toxic um it's just a spin they're putting on their products to try and you know either like i said enhance the revenues or make their products look greener and not to say that not every company is doing this so by the companies that are doing it we consider them what the term is called greenwashing mm -hmm. amy what questions do you think that we should be asking ourselves before um, purchasing these products so that we don't, you know, see, uh, you know, a label and think like, oh, this is a natural product when it's not. We, what should we be thinking about? Okay. Well, a couple things you want to take a look at when you're looking at your products are the ingredient list, right? And you want to also take a look, we should probably like maybe do a little backtracking and like for some examples of where you would actually see this type of behavior, this greenwashing. So it's really common to be used, um, I should say on, uh, say, baby products, um, cleaning supplies, mm -hmm. cosmetics, those kind of things. So a couple things you want to take a look out for are what's on the back of that panel. So, I, you know, I have a five-year-old daughter, and I really didn't know a lot about what was going on with these products a long time ago. I thought, like, listen, you look at a bottle, and it has a green leaf on it, or mm -hmm. it has a tree on it. And I thought, oh, it's all natural, or the <laughs> term natural. And I, I think we're going to get into talking about labeling in a little bit with uh, and what the FDA does and does not regulate. So I'll kind of save your, um, well, we'll get into that, but I'll talk a little bit more of that um, as we get there. 
But um, you really need to take a look at those labels and see what they do mean on the back. So there's toxins in them. I know we've had discussions about um, things that are unhealthy for our children. And you just need to really look at what is in that product. And then also, too, um, there's so many other places you see the greenwashing. For example, McDonald's in Europe, their logo right is traditionally red and yellow. They changed it in Europe to red and green and then yellow and green so that people thought their products are they were going more environmentally friendly simply by changing a color on a product people so say the product uh formerly used to have um, a blue color they change their logo to green or they put green works green into the name of the product i mean it comes in so many forms so what it comes down to is really reading those labels and really trying to decipher what's in that product and um i I do have resources for you that we can get into about where you can find that and we'll Mm -hmm. post we do post all the information on eco savvy moms um but now and today too you'll find that there's some great resources out there you can check i call them watchdogs and there's some great watchdog um websites as well that i can give to your uh, listeners as well great Mm -hmm. um and you've mentioned a few already, but are there other specific types of products known for greenwashing? Especially in the baby area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> many uh, the food products that evoke environmentally friendly imagery, um, and I'm not going to name any specifics right now, but there are certain food companies for oh, baby come on. products. Yeah, you no. can have them in my ear later. <laughs> I don't want to have any. McDonald's might be calling me, so I don't want to have any lawsuits here. But um, there are certain um, baby uh, food products that will put uh, a green leaf on their label or like natural oats on their label. Um, So watch out for that, even though it truly means nothing. It's so easy to be deceived, I think, these Mm -hmm. days for parents, because you think you're trying to do the right thing and you see a label that has, you know, these oats and these grains and these five, you know, these little, Mm -hmm. you know, green leaves on them or trees, and you think it's natural. It's a great product for your kid. So you really need to take a look at, I think, food, first of all, for your children and whether or not it's truly organic, uh, clothing. Um, just as an example, um, you know, if you're a kid, you want to buy organic clothing or this or that. So it was funny. I was, when I, my daughter was first born, I bought her the swans. It said, oh, made with organic cotton. I was like, this is fantastic. I went to wash it. You know, I didn't read further at the time. I wasn't uh, quite as eco-savvy mom as I am now. Went to wash it, looked at the label, and it said 2% organic cotton. You know, so they can advertise any way they want to. 2%, you know, so what's the other 98% made of? It's amazing how every little thing you do affects your health and what's going into your body. Um, I had a discussion with a mom earlier today, and we were talking about um, doctors that tested breast milk. They found over 3,000 toxins within a mother's breast milk when they tested it. From And a lot of that stuff you can't help, right? You can't help you know, the air you breathe. You can't help the city. I mean, you could help the city you live in, but mostly, you know, it's where you're living. Mm -hmm. You can't, those things you can't help, you you know, but you can't help what you put on your body. You can't help what you put onto your body, what you ingest. I mean, so I think when you know better, you do better and you try and make the right choices for your child. The FDA has no authority to require any prepackaging, you know, um, uh, assessment like it does with drugs or anything else. They heavily monitor the drug industry. The FDA monitors other, you know, other areas with our food and that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the FDA, people seem to think they monitor, there's this misconception that they monitor cosmetics. It's the least monitored item on our shelves, I think, in all of America, mm-hmm. are what's in cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So, um, And it doesn't have the authority to regulate. There's no laws regulating it. So I think a lot of people would think that, oh, if it's on the shelf, it, it's healthy. The FDA mm-hmm. is regulating it. 
Um, so, and the FDA, I'll just, I have a little quote from the FDA's uh, website, and they explain their limitations. They say, their legal authority over cosmetics is different from other products regulated by the agency. Cosmetic products and ingredients are not subject to FDA pre-market approval authority, with the exception of color additives. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's pretty amazing. They just have no statutory authority over what's going into our products. So essentially, to answer your question, anything could go in. Anything, right. could, anything could go does. in it. Yeah, right. there are um, there are some laws right now they're trying to pass, like the Safe Cosmetics Act. Maybe you've heard of, and a couple other things. But it's we've got so much going on election year. Those kind of things yeah. are a little bit stuck. It's not a priority. How do you right? learn about the Safe Cosmetic? Um, um, safecosmetics.org um, is a website you can go to. And what I'll do, too, on ecosavvymoms.com, I can post those kind of watchdog sites mm-hmm. and those safe sites we can you can post go our, to. And I can give that to, and give it to parent savers as well. Um, so essentially, if someone's putting toxins in their product, there's no one policing them. It's a great question. There's really not. So you only person you can trust is yourself and in, in your information. I, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this, Amy, but I used to work with a Swiss company. And the Swiss, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of Europeans in general mm-hmm. really have higher standards. Yeah, I was amazingly, but yes, yes and they like banned the use mm-hmm. of like four hundred ingredients. Yeah, and, and that's the U.S. is like banned eight. There's so much. I think I, I think the movement is starting now. We're right. starting to have these discussions, but until we really find someone strongly lobbying for this, uh, it's just not going to change. So, so consumer knowledge is critical. Consumer knowledge is absolutely key and just making yourself aware of those toxins. And I think we're going to chat a little bit more yeah. about those in the next yeah. section. Thanks, Amy. Mm-hmm. So when we'll come back, we'll talk about what toxins to avoid and what to look for when we buy our baby products. We'll be right back. So what are some toxins that we should avoid and why? We hear about BPA. We hear about parabens. What are they? What are they in? And why are they dangerous? I have a whole list. I I will tell you, I kind of characterize my toxins into the red alert, orange, and then Mm -hmm. kind of the yellow. So, you know, the red alert, you know, like uh, at the airport where security is on high alert. (laughs) So this is my body security, right? (laughs) So I'm on a high alert. And it really... um, and I go, I really trust the environmental working group suggestions. Hmm. Um, they do a lot of research about toxins. And, and they, I think, they have the cosmetic database, right? Yes, and so, they have the cos- environmental working groups, a fantastic EWG. research. EWG.org. Right. Or I fantastic. type in cosmetic database and then yes. you can oh, put yeah. in like Johnson yeah. & Johnson yeah. and yeah. they wash and it'll yeah. come up and it'll say yeah. the toxin level. Yeah, in it. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. the EWG is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if you just Google sunblock. Yeah, any of that, you'll, you'll, you'll come up with all those resources. But the EWG for me is is a fantastic site that, that really lists some great things. So a couple things, um, or a couple, there's many, many, but I'll list the highlights of what is really important, I think, to avoid. Um, and then we'll chat we'll a little bit about parents. Yeah, get the pens out. <laughs> First is coal tar. Um, it's used in dandruff shampoos and anti-itch creams, and it's a known carcinogen. It's uh, coal tar-based dyes such as FD&C Blue Number 1. Who hasn't heard of that? Wait, so yep. will it say coal tar or will it say blue, no. FD&C Blue Number? No, coal tar-based, that's the problem. Nothing says coal tar. Huh. It'll says mm. FD&C Number 1. It'll say, um, and that's used in toothpastes. Um, wow. Uh, FD&C Green 3, it's used in mouthwash and should be avoided. And we had a discussion earlier uh, about <laughs> mouthwash. You make well. your own mouthwash. Yeah, <laughs> and toothpaste as well. So wow. really look into the more natural products. Tom's Main is great. And there's a few mm-hmm. others great mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. on the market. And imagine, like we say, you absorb 60 to 70% of what you put onto your skin because it's a major organ. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Right. When you ingest right. it, 
it's the same situation. It's you're in your adjusting mouth. the teeth. your mouth and in your stomach. And if yeah. you're giving your baby a toothbrush and they're learning how to brush their oh. teeth, they're swall- They're not spitting it out. And what? Oh, sorry. Right. And when when you go to your child's first dentist appointment, what toothpaste are they putting in there? It's not organic and it's Christ. not natural. Correct. It's not Tom's yeah, given to yeah. do, you bring, do you bring your Tom's and be like, here you go. I would oh, yeah. my strawberry yeah. fluoride free. Yeah. Well, I did. You know, I went to um, the Natural Products Expo West. I'm not sure if you guys have uh, been to that, but if all the natural products. And, you know, I said, can you please to Tom's and, main, and, and some other folks that have natural toothpaste, can you please get into some of these mm-hmm. dentists? And there are a few now. I'm finding a few that are now going towards these fluoride free, these, you mm-hmm. know, coal tar free uh Thing, um, dental items to use on children and their adults. Huh. So, and you can find it now. So, it, yay, it's trending. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. tell me, what else is yeah. on the list? Sure. Fragrance. Fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, this it's, is a, it's still really, is the red yes. list, still, right? Yeah. This is the red list. I'm still on the red list. It's a ubiqu- really a ubiquitous term used mm-hmm. to mask hundreds of ingredients, including phthalates. Um, phthalates disrupt the endocrine system and they can cause reproductive and developmental harm. So, fragrance is a huge one to look out for. And that's ever, everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything. I know it's 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 really tough. It's, it's like tough. one of those words I think people look at and they don't think it's bad. They don't right. think it's, it's like, like oh, sounds innocuous. Fragrance oh, makes me smell pretty. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A so lot. yeah. Um, then um, hydroquinone. Uh, a lot of folks are using it now to like let you know. I mean, when I was pregnant, I got a little bit of that mask of pregnancy, and at first used that until I found out that it's really what it does. It's a neurotoxin and it's an allergenic. So and that's a it huge will one. save hydro. Yes, and a lot of they actually advertise it and as like that? it's good and it's like you know to like lighten your skin. It's found uh, in like those skin like. How do you spell that? Hydroquinone. So it's H Y D R O Q U I N O N E. Hydroquinone. Oh, so it starts with a okay, yes. Q. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are then, you going to yeah. find that in baby products? Because you're generally not lightening their skin. Not, n- no, no. <laughs> At least not deliberately. No, but, you know, we're talking about moms here, too, and what we right. do for ourselves, okay. too, yeah. in cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So um, you're not generally going to find that in baby <laughs> products. But it's such a known carcinogen and allergenic right. that, you know, look for it if you're, you know, trying to get something to, you know, like I said, lighten your skin right. or, you know. I'm, you know, going to hit 40 this year. So, you know, you're always trying to, like, use products to, yeah. to you yeah, know, yeah. not look 40. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so the best fountain of use is, you know, eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. But, you know, a lot, it's become very popular, all these, you know, see all these skin lightening treatments mm-hmm. now everywhere. So that's a big one to look out for. Um, aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah. It's often used in eyeshadow. Um, it's a color additive. Deodorant. Deodorant. Oh, yeah. How do I get do rid it. of my husband's Gillette? How? Well, how do you? Yeah, how do you? Well, you can't. There's so many now that are aluminum free. Have you tried the Tom's and Main for him? Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah, he likes the Gillette. There are some battles you're going to win. You're not. It's just the way it is. I. I'm not perfect. I, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There may be chemicals and a few things makeup in my house. I don't know. Or, you know, since I've learned better, I don't buy them anymore. But mm-hmm. you can't avoid it 110%. It's right. truly impossible. You just do the best with what you can. So how do, with the yeah. baby stuff, mm-hmm. what, you know, what is the BPA and parabens? Why is everyone kind of now on this sure. you know, BPA kick that says, you know, non-BPA? BPA free. Well, BPA and parabens are, uh, they're synthetic chemicals. They're used as preservatives. So the paraben is a big thing too. And it's put into a lot of uh, products and you almost see it like it'll be methyl paraben propyl paraben it's mm-hmm. got lots of different mm-hmm. names and it's practically and just it's it's in so many products unless you see the paraben free like a yes to carrots i love them they always put their paraben free you know on there or there's other products that will put paraben free but it's it's a cheap basically way to well to in the beginning i will say i'll go back to parabens a lot of companies thought this is fantastic like i can put this into my product it's going to have a 
longer shelf life, um, and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. So they thought, great, like now instead of a two-month shelf life for our mascara, it's got six months to a year. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or the lotion for chil- babies chil- for the children. Oh, it's going to last now for two years instead of two months. There's other ways to really make sure that those products last longer and have a longer shelf life than using these synthetic th- hormones. And also, to what happens to with parabens and BPAs? And then I hadn't mentioned on my red alert list, triclosan, um, which is, uh, I think we were talking about a little That's bit earlier. Everything. Yeah, it's in everything. Toothpaste, but it's, hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, hand sanitizer is the big one. <laughs> Weed killer, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's in everything. Yeah, so, um, which, which really also, too, um, they decrease fertility, which is a big thing for moms out there, too. Mm-hmm. And it has been linked to birth defects as well um and then you know like i said lead and mercury ugh, another mm-hmm. huge thing to look out for as well so all these things Does i think once lead you know lead can appear in toothpaste as a naturally occurring contaminant of hydrated silica Hydrated oh, silica. silica. Yeah, what yeah. is this? Silica. silica. Those are it's those a little, lead and mercury. Those are yeah. those little packets they tell you not to eat, right? <laughs> the little silica But guess packets. what? They're in products, too. Yeah. Hey, don't uh. eat these. You'll die. But let me put them in the product. You're going to put on your right. face. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You know, so... <laughs> Oh it's, it's, yeah, I know. It's also a neurotoxin. It appears in uh, men's hair dye, you know, with the lead and the mercury. And it's also found in a cosmetic preservative called thimerosal. So you, you, oh, you look at these a, bigger... That's in an, uh, when you get your vaccines. They're, a yep. lot, they're not doing it as much anymore, but a lot of time they're preserved with thimerosal. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. You guys are yeah. so smart. I know. <laughs> Thanks for helping me. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things. I'm not, because I'm not a scientist, so I don't always pronounce everything correctly. But, you know, once you recognize what to look for in these toxins, I think you can make better decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think look, going to the uh, Environmental Working Group's website before you go shopping mm-hmm. or before you're about mm-hmm. to place that online purchase take five minutes mm-hmm. and just take a quick glance i mean that's really your best defense i think don't look at the packaging packaging can be so pretty and seductive mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's almost like sex sells now right. the green cell this right. like right. green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you know? changing the places that you shop i mean even that can make a, a huge difference a huge difference there's so many great online stores now too that you can go to as well, well here's to look the thing at. i'm a little yeah. bit worried because then i started Okay, I changed some products, and then all of a sudden I found one company was getting sued because they were using the term organic in their um, their name of the company, but mm-hmm. nothing in there was yep. organic or mm-hmm. USDA regulated mm-hmm. or anything like that. So now I can't even trust the companies at you know the health food store. So mm-hmm. how do I negotiate that without... You know, label reading. Yeah, it it's really comes down to first of all, like we talked about, FDA doesn't regulate. You're the regulator. You're your mm-hmm. own FDA. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you have to do that, and you have to do the research as well. And I think we're so lucky right now because we have, um, you know, like I said, there's some watchdog websites out there you can go to. The EWG, like we have the internet, we have the resources right. now to know better, and the information is absolutely amazing. And our eco savvy moms, you know, we, we post these watchdogs. We we put information about you know um, these websites you can go to and doing the research but at the end of the day it's just about you taking the time to research what's going into your body on your body what's in your home I wanted to add something because I think that this can be so overwhelming all of this and a lot of moms like if you're not you know going down the natural path at all it can seem you don't even know where to start so I think it's important to know even if you can take baby steps and like start off small and Mm -hmm. and know that every time you go against change it's going to be weird at first it is but just so it's going to be a little bit of a transition, but if you could just take those baby mm-hmm. steps, then eventually it'll get easier. You'll become more familiar. When you it. get your shampoo and then 
you got the right one and then you'll always just go back to Amazon hit reorder and subscribe I find that it's Mm -hmm. sort of like um, that domino effect once you start with one thing you go wait a minute what about this and you know in Eco Savvy Moms we say we're not perfect I don't you know show me a perfect mom I don't know Cindy Crawford well she's physically perfect but no one's perfect you know (laughs) nobody's perfect you know Um, even the eco moms out there doing their their best we're not perfect but it's just about making that one small change maybe you decide so you don't overwhelm yourself one small change a week or one small change a month you know Mm -hmm. and it can start with taking your recycle bags to the grocery store so it all kind of like rolls I think downhill from there so once you start looking Mm -hmm. at better ways to treat your body the environment Mm -hmm. and and it, it just turns into a lifestyle. And that's really what I think our planet needs to change into is eco-friendly, safe, non-toxic, needs to be a lifestyle. And here's the thing. There's a great book out there um, by Diane Mackhorn, um, and it's about spending your money. Um, it's a great book basically about green dollars, right? So if we put our money into companies that are using safe uh, products, environmentally friendly products, they have great environmental practices, people are going to change. If, if companies that are not are putting these toxins into their products, if they're not making money anymore, guess what? They're not here. Mm-hmm. So our dollars talk. And I think that's the best we can do to make changes right. for our future. Great. So. And we'll put that actually, that book into our mm-hmm. online bookstore. What about people who say, I, I want to use up what I have. I don't want to waste it or throw it you away. You know what? I, I fully understand that. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Would you Wasting recommend is- to do that or chuck it? If it depends on what's in it, if it's kind of on that mild list, if you go to the EWG and you check that cosmetic and it's, you know, doesn't have anything from the red alert list, then I think, you know, you'd be okay using it because really that's really not environmentally friendly. If you bought half this bottle, you listen to the show. Oh, I got to chuck that. That's not really. It's it's overwhelming. (laughs) All of a sudden you like, you get rid of all your stuff and you're like, crap, what do I, exactly. What do I I clean with now? (laughs) My, my family, we have this policy at the moment that out with the old in with the new. And Mm -hmm. so, um, when my husband is done with his deodorant, I bought him some Mm -hmm. good stuff. However, I bought a Costco pack about three years ago and I'm still working on my deodorant. And so, um, but eventually, but I also, you know, don't use it that often. So maybe that's better. (laughs) Um, It is better. But, but uh, it's one of those things that as soon as, because I think it's overwhelming. So as soon as I get done with the old 409, I go to, you know, I get, and at sometimes I had this, uh, I had this, idea that I was going to have a green cleaning party and learn how to make everything mm-hmm. with vinegar and baking yeah. soda. Yeah. Yeah. However, in man. theory, then you have a baby, you're running around and you can't do it. And so, you know, what? I, instead of beating myself up going, I haven't made my baking soda powder yet. Um, I've gone to the health food store and I've bought Mrs. Myers, if yeah. that's yeah, her name, right. or I've bought yeah, whatever Mrs. else Myers. until that next moment. And, and then I've just done that to kind of just yeah. take my baby steps because it is overwhelming it's to true. get it done with. But yeah, I th- and I think you know, use you use what you have in your house unless it's crazy on like on the red alert toxins list, you know. Or you can also donate too to certain mm-hmm. places as well. Let them, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, you know, or places like yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for helping educate us on what truly are greener options and not just the fakies out there. So, if you want to learn more about Amy, simply visit the episode page on our website and look for today's topic, or visit. Her website, www.ecosavvymoms.com, and look for her in the future. We'll do some more episodes um, on how to go green. Before we wrap up today's show, here's the latest toy talk. 
Hello, Parent Savers. I'm Brian Miller. I'm the owner of Geppetto's Toy Stores in San Diego. We want to talk about toys for one-year-old to two-year-old, your beginning toddlers. At that age, your kids are going through a language explosion. They're learning their first words, repetition. Books are wonderful for that age. Books that have interaction, books that have surprises, books that repeat and repeat and repeat. That's how children learn. So any book that you can read with your child where there's a surprise, where there's an interaction, those are awesome for that age. Also, larger motor skills are being developed. So things like stable walkers, even a baby carriage that's stable for your child to push with a baby, and even play shopping carts. Those are great things to play with with a two-year-old. Also, at about that year-and-a-half stage, kids are going to love carrying something around with them that they can put their toys in. So it might be a purse to be like mommy. It might be a bag that they're going to fill up with their fun things. It's great to be able to walk and hold something also push and pull toys a child does a push toy first like a pretend lawnmower and then as they develop the skills to pull something because pulling they have to walk and look behind them that's a great combination effort Um, a pull toy is a great thing for a child a dog on a string that they can pull and there's a cause and effect those kind of larger motor skills really help with coordination you can visit our website geppettostoys.com for more information or for future ideas listen to parent savers for more toy tips in the future that wraps up today's episode we love to hear if you have a parenting topic you'd like to suggest or if you have questions for amy about today's show or the topics we discussed call our parent savers hotline at 619-866- 4775 or send us an email through our website at parentsavers.com and we'll answer your question in an upcoming episode. Parent Savers is also looking for listeners to join our blogging team. If you'd like to share your current or past experiences about parenting, be sure to send us an email. Coming up next week, we'll learn about common money mistakes new parents make. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.